In this final episode of the Property Investing Series, Pete will go through what are the pros and cons of investing in industrial property and how to be a better property investor. So let's go to the episode. Welcome to the All Your Decisions Podcast. If you are looking for a personal development podcast that is unfiltered and authentic, you've come to the right place. Each week, we bring you the best ways to make better decisions in every aspect of your life. Get ready for an up-close and personal conversation with your hosts, where they will discuss how to lead a better life through better decisions. And now, here are your hosts, Pete and CK. In this episode, we're going to talk about the upside and downside of investing in real estate, especially in the area of industrial properties. Now, this is my own experience as an industrial property investor, so I'm just sharing with you guys right here. None of what I say is meant to be recommendations uh, for you to go and invest. So before you invest, please do your own homework. Just treat this as an introduction all right, to this type of investment. Now, First thing, let me go through the upside, all right? Let's bring on the good news first. So the upside about industrial property, the first thing I noticed is that the tenants tend to be more stable, all right? The tenants tend to be more stable simply because your tenant profile this time around are not families who tend to be more mobile. They can shift around as and when they like, but these are real businesses. Now, real businesses, what they like is stability. Now, imagine if you have uh, done your... Um, your newsletter, you have done your name card, you have done your letterhead, you have even registered your business on this address, all your suppliers and customers know you by this address. It is actually quite cumbersome all right, for the business to actually change their business address. Therefore, uh, the tenants for industrial property tends to be more sticky simply because they want that stability so long you... Uh, don't push them off by raising your rent too much. Okay, so that's the first upside. The second upside, like I mentioned before, is that simply due to the fact that industrial property is a cheaper property to buy, all right, generally between uh, 500k to 600k, therefore, your rental yield will be much higher as compared to commercial properties and residential property, right? You're looking at a yield about four, five, sometimes I've even even seen 7%, okay? Now, the next point I want to highlight is that it, the rental for industrial property is actually quite resilient during crisis period. So when you look back into two, year 2000, uh, year 2008 or 1997, when there's an Asian financial crisis, you notice that the demand for industrial property did not, dropped significantly, alright, did not fall as much as, for example, commercial space. Now, why is that so? Why is industrial property more resilient? Now, I've tried to dug out as much information as I can, and my, my conclusion is this. Industrial property is already the cheapest uh, working space, alright, for businesses to rent if they want to do so. Therefore, even during a crisis like global financial crisis, Asian financial crisis, dot-com bubble, unless the company is set to shut its doors, this is already the cheapest place for them to rent. Alright, so you can see that the expensive rental that is in your CBD office spaces, which are about $4 to $5 per square foot, 
uh, are easily affected because these are too expensive. And actually, quite a number of them shift to industrial space. So this might explain why the rental yield and the occupancy of industrial uh, uh, properties is actually quite resilient during crisis period. Okay. However, this uh, remains to be seen uh, during the next crisis. If the crisis is very drastic, maybe even the industrial properties will be affected as well. But just bear in mind that the good news is the rest will be affected first. Industrial property currently seems to be the most resilient one. Now, the next point, which is really something that I like about industrial property is that in the past, when I invest in residential property, when I need to rent it out, I generally need to spruce it up quite a fair bit because people are going to stay in there. Um, they want something that is nice. When they see the place, they want to be able to imagine themselves staying in the property. However, when you're dealing with businesses as your tenant, they are very practical most of the time, right? Uh, when they enter the space, they're just asking you, how big is the space? Can I do the renovation? Uh, is there utilities? Is there power and water and things like that? So you don't really need to renovate your space very much. However, of course, if you want to really spruce up your space to make it ready for rent, all right, uh, plug and play kind of uh, a system, definitely you can do that. But if you are lazy, actually industrial property is quite good for you because you can actually start investing and rent it out all right, without doing much uh, renovation because businesses will do their own renovation generally because they have their own very specific requirement where they want the office to be, where they want the screens to be, where they want the PowerPoints to be. Okay, So right now, let me go into the downside of industrial property. Now, the first thing is this. The rental demand for industrial property is significantly lesser than residential space and commercial space. Therefore, you need to be very selective when you are buying one for investment purpose. Okay, So for example, if you go to uh, uh, industrial space that is uh, in the outskirts, that is not very popular, you will generally see a lot of advertisements on the building. All right? This tells you that the building is relatively empty. So therefore, even with all the upside and the benefit I mentioned earlier, should the rental demand of that space become very low, then actually it's not a good investment. Okay, So you generally want to find an industrial space that is still uh, in very high demand, in, in a space that is near transport hub, uh, near uh, other amenities such as food centers, uh, post office, banking systems. All right, Only these places will fetch you the high rental yield, and all the other benefits that I've mentioned. So therefore, please be very selective. Understand that not all industrial properties are the same. Not all industrial properties will make a good investment. Okay. Now, the next point which is actually quite related is that simply because the volume of transaction of industrial property is a lot lesser than residential and commercial, therefore, the pricing is actually less efficient. Okay. So with very few transactions, uh, sometimes what can happen is that you will see one transaction that is transacted at a very high price and the next transaction can be at a very, very low price. Therefore, if you are in it for a quick flip, right, you're just buying it, waiting for 2-3 years to make a flip, just be very aware that the pricing of industrial property is not the most efficient. Therefore, you want to set a longer investment horizon for the price uh, to stabilize and in order for you to reach a profit point. Okay? Now, the next point I want to mention is that uh, the 
tenure of industrial property tends to be a bit lesser. All right, uh, it tends to be very short, uh, about 30 years to 60 years. Therefore, uh, if you purchase an industrial property, please look at the remaining uh, tenure. Make sure that it is not anything less than uh, 35 to 40 years. Okay, if it's anything less than that, the chances of you making capital gain will significantly reduce because imagine when you're buying the property, you need to think for the next buyer, right? If you purchase a property where it's 30 years left and you held it for maybe 10 years, right? And the next buyer, when he buys it from you, there will only be 20 years of lifespan left, okay? So how is this valuable to him? If he's not going to use it for his own use, if he's going to use it for investment, 20 years for real estate is actually a very, very short period of time. Therefore, uh, bear in mind, once again, not all industrial property make good investment. You must choose one that has a reasonable uh, number of years left in its lifespan. And for me, my experience is that you need to choose one that is remaining between 35 to about 40 years. Now, the next downside about industrial property is that because it's a business-related uh, property, therefore, some of the properties are sold with the government uh, goods and service tax, or known as GST in Singapore. So currently in Singapore, there's a 7% tax, uh, GST tax. So therefore, whatever price you see on the market, should the unit be a GST uh, payable unit, you need to add on that 7%. So this will actually add on to your cost. Now, there's a way to actually circumvent this to, to claim back the GST tax. Now, that will make another podcast. But by and large, if you are not going to do anything special, just remember, you need to prepare at least 7% more uh, when you're buying the property. Okay? Now, the last thing is that, once again, industrial property is not the most well-known property out there. When you speak to people on the streets, they will tell you that they are looking at residential property for investment. Therefore, there are fewer people scouting for industrial properties, and that makes the marketing effort harder. Right? So you need to find good property agents that are more specialized in industrial space to help you to either find a good property to invest in and buy or when you're going to sell, make sure you get an agent that is very well-versed, has wide networks in the industrial property space to market your property uh, to make sure you get the best price possible. Alright, so in the next episode, uh, I will talk about how you calculate your rental yield to make sure that you are actually getting a cash flow positive industrial unit. Okay, so I hope you learned a lot from this episode and I'll see you next time. You have been listening to All Your Decisions. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. To access our best resources, go to the All Your Decisions group on Facebook. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any decisions, consult a professional.